Just jumping ahead to next Sunday for a moment, we will hear in the collect of the Vigil Mass for Pentecost that God the Father wanted that the Paschal Mystery, that is, our salvation, be a sign that is encompassed in 50 days. We have to take a different view of time and events when we speak of God's saving action for mankind. Generally, we tend to live in such a way that events in our lives are discrete and separate. For example, that deadline of an assignment being due or an upcoming event that needs planning occupy us intensely until the paper is handed in or the event is over. Not often do we stop and think of the position that the assignment has in the overall course or the event in the overall job description, for example. Yet when it comes to the Paschal Mystery of Christ, each and every step of the whole process possesses its own importance that is intimately linked with what goes before and what follows after. So the ascension of the Lord is vital in its own right. It's not a stepping stone between Easter and Pentecost, but is a necessary part of the Paschal mystery. St. Luke demonstrates in the first reading that the resurrection of Christ was not a happy ending to a sad tale. It was not the end of the story. It was not all over with the empty tomb or Christ's appearances over 40 days. The saving work of Jesus required that as as the great high priest, he should enter into the heavenly Jerusalem, the heavenly sanctuary, so as to present his glorified body to the Father as the prize and proof of his victory over sin and death. And then from heaven will be sent the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. And this will be the culmination of the whole Paschal mystery by which we are saved and redeemed. Thus on this 40th day or so after the resurrection, we ponder on the ascension of the Lord, which is both an historical event as well as an event that belongs outside of time and history. It is also a transition from the glory of the risen Christ to the glory of Christ exalted at the Father's right hand. During the 40 days after Easter, the glory of the risen Christ remained mostly veiled under the appearance of his human body. However, there were glimpses of the glory, like when he could appear suddenly in a locked room or move between two places at a speed beyond what was normal or when he was not at first recognised by those who knew him well. The Nicene Creed proclaims that he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. This expression, at the right hand of the Father, is figurative and symbolic. It is an expression that conveys 
the real truth of the sublime triumph granted to Christ following his death and resurrection. At the right hand is a Hebrew expression to signify perfect equality. Seated means that he has entered into that eternal repose that he merits and deserves after his glorious and complete efforts to win our salvation. In this glorified and sublime state, he continues to intercede for us and he continues to exercise the authority he has by right to rule, to sanctify and to judge all humanity. The ascension brings to an end our Lord's visible but temporary stay upon this earth. We shall not see him with our earthly eyes until he comes again in glory, the glory just as the apostles saw him go. We are sad at his departure, as certainly were the apostles. There is part of us that wishes to see him, as they did, but it was necessary that he go so that we might receive the Holy Spirit and that we might cling to him with deeper faith than would come with natural sight. And also that we might grow in our longing to join him. He also ascended into heaven so that he might prepare a place for us and blaze the trail that we must follow if we are to be with him forever. That is why we say Christ opened the way to heaven for us. And relying on his own words, we also affirm that he, and no other, is the way to the Father, the way to heaven. By his resurrection Christ entered into a new existence. This new existence was an immortal and imperishable life. It was not fitting, therefore, that he remain upon earth after the resurrection, because our dwelling place here is one of mortality and perishability. It was right and fitting that Christ leave this world and ascend to heaven, which is the place of immortality and incorruptibility. Furthermore, Christ ascended into heaven in virtue of his divinity, not in virtue of his humanity. As we know, the only way our humanity can rise from the face of the earth is if something carries us. The humanity of Christ was able to ascend only because of the power of the glory that resided in his human body from the resurrection. So now we can perceive the whole flow and logic of the Paschal Mystery. The passion of Christ was needed so that he might die. The death of Christ was necessary for his resurrection. The resurrection was needed so that he might ascend to heaven. And the ascension was necessary for the sending of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Let us then... Keep this day, this ascension day, with holy joys and glad 
thanksgiving because where the head of the church has gone in glory, the body is called to follow. Laudato Jesus Christus.